you're gonna be seeing something different. Something different on YouTube, if you happen to be watching on YouTube, that um, is that I am streaming it through another service. So I've got no idea. I can't see any captions. I have no idea what's going on. But anyway, doesn't matter. If you want to write a question, jump on Instagram and punch it in there. But welcome to wherever you're watching this. If you happen to be on YouTube, if it does work, uh, if you're on Instagram, hello. Good afternoon to you. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, welcome. Thanks for listening. Um, I appreciate it. This is the sit rep for today, which is the 19th of September, 2022, an afternoon edition. Um, without any further ado, let's crack into it. What am I talking about today? Uh, the new Green King. Sounds very Arthurian. The Green King. Uh, now, this is King Charles III. In case you didn't know this about Charles III, um, all the lizard king... Um, you know, weird theories aside, the, the pedophile rings and all, all that sort of stuff aside, one thing you do know about Charles is that he is actually being quite pro-green agenda for some time. Uh, and I've looked at it for a number of years now, like years he's been coming out with this stuff. And I thought, it's probably just like his own little propaganda. He's seen, he's seen which way the wind is blowing. He's like, yep, I'm jumping in on this. Uh, I'm going to be the environmentalist. But he is, by all accounts, an environmentalist, so has been for a number of years. Now, he has quite a bit of power behind him, being a king of uh, a commonwealth. So, I just thought that's interesting um, as, as a little, put a pin in that one, little little place marker on that. Watch what happens in this space. I can see the agenda, the green agenda, getting pushed very hard now from King Charles, the third, and, and I'm wondering where the intersection happens of the people who are like, down with the monarchy, and then, oh, but we're also really pro-green, and this guy's green, and he's got power, and he's doing good things. And, uh, uh, uh. It's going to be another one of those moments where you get the people who are like, everyone must take a vaccine. It's not your choice. Unless it's abortions, then it's your choice. And but It's my body, my choice, but unless... I, it's for health reasons or, or something like a vaccine. I'm not really sure, but just, you know, this is the narrative. Stick with it. Um, mark that one. Mark that one. The Green King. I thought it was interesting. All right, let's jump into uh, big news out of, coming out of Taiwan now. 7.2 magnitude earthquake that rocked, rocked Taiwan. Some of the video that I've seen of this is pretty full on. Um Buildings at, at sort of 45 degree angles, a lot of mayhem destruction coming out of there. Um, if it was me and uh, I was sitting, you know, across the Taiwan Strait as China, I'd be like, ooh, humanitarian crisis. I'll come help. I don't think they will. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's what I'd be thinking right now. Uh, apocalyptic footage shows typhoons rage in Japan. So that uh, typhoon that I was talking about. Nanmadol, I think it's, um, I think it's called Nanmadol. Uh, Peter Rouse is saying YouTube went to crap. Oh, can't do anything about that. I tried. I tried something different. Um, Nanmadol, Typhoon Nanmadol has smashed into um, Japan. Obviously, also affecting Taiwan, which just had this 
huge earthquake. On top of that, there's a tsunami warning for Japan because of that earthquake. So it's a real shit sandwich over there. Let's, let's stick with the hurricane, typhoon, cyclone uh, talk and go to Puerto Rico where Hurricane Fiona, I think it's called, is smashing into there. Now, the interesting thing with this one was that it just obliterated their power grid and internet connectivity. Um, for some time, they've obviously got some of it back up, but uh, it got smashed. So just, just a little gentle reminder for us all, um, this internet thing that we, we're very reliant, the electricity that we're very reliant on, it can be smashed very easily by Mother Nature. Mother Nature can still own us quite easily. So think about those backups. It's something I've been thinking about a lot in the last sort of 48 hours, especially with the lithium prices, the way they're heading, where I'm thinking, okay, what is my power backup like at the moment? Can I upgrade it? Can I make it better? Can I go to the next level on that power? Um, also on top of that, also internet and thinking like, you know, uh, Starlink and things like that. Um, so that was a total power outage in Puerto Rico from uh, Hurricane Fiona. Uh, 1.4 million households without power. So a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, I thought I had another weather one. No, let's jump into civil disorder now. Uh, we jump over to Lebanon, where we've seen more banks in Lebanon getting stormed as depositors want their money. They want their money out of the banks. The bank's saying, no, can't do it. So customers have stormed banks in Lebanon in an attempt to get their, their money released. Not happening. <laughs> Sorry, friends. Not happening. Um, scary, scary times are in Lebanon. Like Their financial crisis that they're going through for the last couple of years is getting worse. Um and I can see this kind of thing spreading around. Um, maybe not initially, like it's it's one here, one there. So it's not, not spreading because it's catching on, but I can see it eventually getting big enough that where it will catch on and people will start to freak out and they'll be looking at other countries and go like, shit, they're doing a run. We better, we better go pull some money out. And then the bank's going like, ah, uh, we don't actually have that cash. <laughs> we can't do that. Uh, Peter Rouse says, still can't get the solar panels I want here in NZ. Damn. Damn. Uh, violent clashes erupt between protesters and cops in Colombia as well. So riot police in uh, Bogota, Bogota um, hit, hitting into the protesters there. Um, what are we talking about here? Members of the Congreso de los Pobles, Pueblos, Pueblos movement, um, Congress of the Public, Con Congress of the People. My Spanish, not so good, um, but that's what I think it means, which is a movement that's been happening there. Um, took to the streets to demand the release of 330 people who were arrested during a protest in 2020 and 2021. Uh, yeah, <laughs> now there's probably... A few added to that number in there. Um, all right, just quickly. It's a quick sit rep, by the way, today. I keep saying that, and then they go for 50 minutes, but this one's definitely quick. Um, good news. Good, good news coming out of Europe. Finally, some good news about gas, gas levels. Uh, this, is, this actually got to me from Russian propaganda, from RT News, of all places. It said European gas shortages are... Uh, storages, sorry 
are 85% full across the board in Europe, in, in the main parts of Europe. So uh, gas storage in, I'll just list off some of the places, Portugal's at 100%, Poland 98.7%, um, Latvia 51.59%, one of the lowest. So the um, Balkan states are, are amongst the lowest. Bulgaria 69.29, Hungary 68.98, Austria 73%, Romania 80%, uh, France 95%, Denmark 94%, Sweden 90%, Germany 89%. So Germany, obviously the big one that everyone's concerned about uh, across the board, you know, everyone should be concerned about everywhere in Europe, but Germany obviously in the firing line here uh, coming up into winter. Well, they've, they've released this information. This is from the, um, what's it called? The U, UGS, the gas, no, that's something else. European something gas. I can't remember what it was. United gas, I don't care. Anyway, um, Gas Infrastructure Europe, which is GIE, have re has released this information uh, about those levels. So good. Good news for once coming out of Europe about their gas levels, about their energy crisis. Um, will it be enough to last though, seeing that there's still not the supply coming in? Having the storage is one thing, but having, you know, being able to refuel that storage is another thing. Uh, at what point are they going to trigger? They'll have trigger points where they go, okay, once we hit 60%, we're going to have to start doing this. Once we hit 40%, we'll have to start doing this. So I'm just making up these numbers. But you get my point that at some point, they're going to have to start instigating um, pretty dramatic uh, shutdowns of their gas system out to normal people. Uh, but now supply is limited. They will burn through that quickly. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm what I'm saying, but but like aside from that, it is actually good news that they are filling up those those reserves. Uh, France to reap worst corn harvest in decade. <gasps> what? Something about our food system going wrong, not working, crops not being up to scratch. What a shock and horror! <laughs> Yet again, something else. Worsening economic crisis drives protesters to uh, the Bangladesh streets. Um, more protesting in Bangladesh. So they're, again, in, in the kind of firing line in the subcontinent area. We've seen a number of this sort of stuff happening throughout Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, obviously, and India. Uh, India probably being the least, as in per capita, <laughs> protests and problems. Um, but yeah, Bangladesh, I've said this for, for years, actually, ever since I went to Bangladesh, I'm like, this... This place is like I'm. I'm. I'm still shocked today that Bangladesh is still a place. How it has not collapsed yet shocks me. Uh, but good on you, Bangladesh. Keep going. Look at you. Look at you chugging along. Uh, Kazakhstan, Jet, Tajikistan border disputes still going on. Still fighting. Uh, latest news in this: Putin's called up and said, "Come, lads, settle. Yeah, settle down." Oh, yes, yes, Putin. Sorry. Yeah, we'll stop fighting our war because you called us. No worries. Um, I don't know. I see this as a good excuse for, for Russia to actually get involved here uh, and maybe, like, secure the area, i.e. take it back over. Uh, again, what, what this is actually spilling out of, this is, like, three decades. 
long. In fact, this is since the um, fall of the Soviet Union that these guys have been at each other, and they've been at each other because this was a line drawn in the sand that isn't like, hey, you on this side, you're Tajik, you on this side, you're Kyrgyz. Um, so just be your own nations now. And they're like, well, uh, who says? Like, just because you put a line here, now there's a line there and they're going to fight a war over this line. Um, same sort of stuff that's happened all throughout the world. You look at Africa and what, what the, the colonialization of Africa and then the, the uh, mainly European mindset of like, well, this here, this is your land, this here, this is your land. And then people uh, fighting over that those marks on a map. Well, same sort of stuff here, but this was, instead of it being uh, driven by the English Empire, this was Russian, so we can we can take a back seat on that one. We didn't... Whew. That wasn't us, Fonts. <laughs> German muni municipalities preparing for dark winter of blackouts uh, simulate 400 deaths in the first 96 hours. So the German Association of Towns and Munis Municipalities... Well, municipalities are now warning about a catastrophe that doomsday preppers have long prepared for that's us <laughs> blackouts and civil unrest yeah it's it's happening um it's not just us crazy folk anymore with our tinfoil hats who are going oh the sky is falling the sky is falling um the rest of the world and this is actually like uh town planners this is like government level this is local government level starting to look at it and go like oh shit Bad things might happen. We should prepare for that. <laughs> Shock horror. Um, yeah, so they're gearing up for this in in Germany. I think uh, you know. I think they could be quite correct. Like my summation of it is: yes, we will see increased civil unrest, and yes, we will see people who are not being able to heat themselves and maybe not being able to feed themselves. So that's going to cause more civil unrest. So quite. Smartly, they're looking at that and planning for it. Um, last story I got here because it hits me right in the in this dark hole where my heart should be, but it's actually what I feel full of caffeine every morning. That's what coffee is. It goes in here and it actually gives me some sort of personality and some sort of like joy in life. No, I'm just joking, you know. Dogs, family, all these things give me joy as well, but coffee especially. Uh, Brazil's coffee bean supply to hit record low as global scarcity worsens. I don't want to do it. I made a joke um, with with the missus about this, how um, my personal coffee supply, <laughs> I forgot to buy some today, so I'm like, oh shit, what am I going to do tomorrow? Might have to break out the freeze dried, which I'm loath to do, but I do actually stockpile freeze dried coffee for just such a thing like this. Um, I'm not, I'm not doing without it, right? I'm just no, it's not going to happen. I know I could quit coffee, and I know there's people out there going, oh, well, you could just drink chaga mushrooms or something. Fuck you, all right? I like coffee. You can take the coffee out of my cold, dead hands, or just my cold hands. Because without coffee, my blood probably wouldn't pump. Um, stock up on unroasted beans. Great idea. I am actually going to do a buy-up of some beans. And I'm going to test out what it's like freezing them. If anyone knows this information, if you can freeze beans, either roasted or unroasted, 
um, and how long they last and how viable that is, please let me know. I haven't actually got good information on it. I've talked to a few people. Some said, yep, 100% it works. Some people who are more coffee snobs said, no, no, can't do it, can't be done. So I'm going to try it out anyway. Anyway, this is scaring the shit out of me. Stockpiles, quote, are so low that even we have a good even if we have a good crop next year, Brazil may just barely have enough to serve demand. Damn. That puts the wind up me. Um, start stockpiling your coffee, kids. Because that's what it's all about. A world without coffee. Is it even worth living in? Hmm. Roasted don't taste as good frozen, but works. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it a crack anyway. Thanks, Peter Rouse. Um, your grouse. <laughs> Alright gang, that's it for today. Uh, thanks for joining me. Apologies if the YouTube uh, just totally shit itself. What I was trying to do was stream through another program with a much better camera to make myself look cooler. Um, but if it doesn't work, then I'm just going to switch back to the stock standard webcam on top of my MacBook Pro. As always, if you've got any questions, shoot them through to me. I uh, would love to hear from you all. Um, I will try and catch up with all the comments on YouTube, I swear. All right, that's it for me, or from me, for today. Uh, I'm going to go shoot some hoops, play some basketball, because I love it. Hope you're all well. I hope you keep prepping. hope you're getting your shit in order, getting your house in order right now, because... Because the world needs you. <laughs> Believe it or not, the world needs you right now. Needs you to prepare and be prepared. When things start getting tough, we are going to be the ones who are standing up and actually helping people out. But that's it. And we'll doom and gloom. Keep a big smile on your face. Europe's got gas, guys. That's it. Doesn't sound good, does it? Oh, Europe's got gas. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing's gone to shit here yet. Yet. Now, now gone shit here. Oh no, that that was just me not charging my phone and it dropped out. <laughs> User error. <laughs> All right. Uh, stay safe out there, gang. Keep prepping. Till next time. Semper Pratus.